Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite. Think I made it, yes I did I'm giving them bars like a bid Let me rewind it like a vid Did it just say that? Yes I did And they really wanna get it like I live Goddamn motherfucker what I gotta give Way back in D.C. I live On the way to that everlasting life Will they rob you? Yeah they might Hold up, wait a minute, veer to the right On this road is success I face my fears then hop on that flight I've upgraded Play one show and get six figures, we build bigger Money tall as a mountain, bitch, I got hill figures Like, goddamn, yes sir, I know who I am I'm that main man, Martin out here kicking out Pam Just riding around with my Gina with my In Gina. that all black beam All, black all the beam way from Maryland, whipping out West Covina Hold up, now check my demeanor Yeah, your girl, bam, my girl, Mina I've upgraded I got the decipher on the wall I just can't follow they law Swear to God that they know me, they don't know me at all And it's alright, it's alright Let me bring in them new kicks like Timberland. I gotta reboot with this upgrade. My metaphors on cloud nine and the meter behind them is so vague. Before I created this universe, I had to fly through the Bermuda first. Six on the beat, then we cue the verse. Now I'm in another world when the flow immersed. Feel like I'm in the fifth element. I'm on my element, lost in paradise. It's me, you, and Lee Luke, Corbin, Dallas, and Floss in paradise. Never by chance like a paradise. I don't give a fuck about their advice. So I'm on another planet. No, I'm not manic, bitch. I'm decompressed. No, they can't stand it because I piloted and made it the best. All they demanded was I gave up and laid that dream to rest. From America to Sierra Leone That's that shit I can't be on That's the reason I be gone Yes, I keep it professional like Blue Basin and Leon I've upgraded Hey friends, welcome to the Flip This Podcast. As 
JLD said, the real estate investing podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or usually private lenders. As always, I'm your host, Steve Londo, joined by my boy, Jeremy Burgess. I'm a full-time, as is Jeremy, a full-time wholesaler, real estate investor, real estate agent, although he does it a little differently, a little better, a lot better than me, (laughs) in Detroit and the suburbs. Uh, If you're not sure what wholesaling is, hold on. Wholesaling is where you go out and find someone that really needs to sell their house. You negotiate a price with them and put it under contract. And then you go out and market that property and find someone to buy that contract from you. So let's say you get a contract for 30000 You go out and find someone that would pay you 40000 for the same house, and you sell your contract to them for the $10,000 in between. Pretty sweet setup. I do it full-time, and I love it. Wouldn't have it any other way. So to start us off, as always, everybody's favorite section, right? The deals. 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 So we went live last week on Facebook with our deals. Oh, shit. I don't know Hold if that on. worked so well. Hold on. I don't bad. know. Did that my work bad. last week? Did we sell it any did. houses? My God. What's wrong? All right. We'll do that again. We're having a messed up day, man. By I'm tired, man. I'm fucking Me. sleepy. I had to go to a again. B&I meeting in Flint this morning, which was cool. I've never been to a B&I meeting before. You know, a lot of uh, networking. So that's like business networking international or some shit like that. I don't even know what it it's is. It's a cool group, though. There was so the premise of it. If you're not familiar with that, as you pull that up, um, basically you they have one um, person per industry that you're allowed. So there's one realtor, there's one mortgage person, there's uh, one attorney. So you're only allowed to have one in each uh, industry. You can have a residential and a commercial and certain variations like that for real estate, but uh, most BNI groups I've ever seen always have a realtor. And what I do generally conflicts with that, right? Um, it's not exactly the same, but there's a lot of overlap and I'm pretty much the, a realtor's competition because I'm an actual buyer, um, or my buyers are a buyer. So that wouldn't work. Um, Facebook live. Sorry What's up Facebook? That. So that's what BNI and that's why I'm so tired this morning today. So. Although it's like, what, 2 o'clock in the afternoon now, and I'm still like... That's right. I've drank a ton of coffee. I slept in the 6.30 because I had I need to. more coffee. I was too tired, man. I should have stopped at Starbucks. That middle age, or were you just up too late last night network? Both. 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 <laughs> yeah, I got about a, I got a quarter of a gallon of coffee in me, so I got a little head start. That helps. I have one, one Starbucks cup, and that's what? it. What? Man, it. those are amateur numbers. You got to pump those numbers Telling up. Telling you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... Now for the deals. Basically, we're uh, deals. pretty much where we were last week on some of these. Uh, this one I really want to sell. And I have a feeling I'm going to sell this property today. Maybe to you, maybe to one of you listeners, or maybe to someone that I have a phone call with right after this podcast. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So that house is 313. Let me turn this music off. 313 14th Street. It's in Port Huron. It's a duplex. Uh, both units are rented. It's month to month, both of them. The lower level has access to the basement with a washer and dryer. It's three bedrooms, one bath. It's rented for 600 a month. The upper unit has no basement access. It's either a one or a two bedroom, depending on how it's set up. Uh, and that's rented for $450 a month. So $1,050 a month cash uh, income. And the, ac- uh, the asking price on that is $30,000. So for the less 
uh, less than the price of a luxury car, you can own this property that will actually pay you instead of you paying out the ass for that car every month. You can get paid to own this asset. This is an asset. This isn't an expense. So 30K, I dropped my price two grand for you fuckers. Buy it. Buy it now. Actually, I really think I'm going to sell it after this podcast is over. So unless you're watching this live on Facebook or shortly thereafter on the replay, uh, you better get on that text and either text me or Paul right now that you want that house because I have a phone call right after this recording and someone expressed interest and I think I'm going to sell her that house. So let me know, Facebook, 30, 30K. Again, it's 313 14th Street in Port Huron. It's a duplex bringing in 1050. Uh, staying with the duplex theme, we've got a nice brick duplex in Oak Park. So this is suburb multifamily. I, I don't know why this house is still here. Apparently, I need to list my houses because my list is just oh, like, yeah. meh. Yeah. We're like, we don't want to pay that much for that house. Okay, that's fine because somebody will. I guarantee you as soon as I list this house, it's going to be gone. 105 grand, 105 for, I just dropped the price, $4,000, just like that. Poof. Four grand, two six four two one and uh, four two five Coolidge in Oak Park. It's a brick duplex, two bedroom, one bath on each side. Rented for seven fifty per side, so fifteen hundred a month in income in Oak Park, a good city in the suburbs. Yes, it's a main road. I don't give a shit. That's a deal. Call Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com, Paul at stevebuyshousesfast.com, or Call Paul at 586-941-1833. You remember Paul's, that's pretty good. You remember the number. I was going to say, I better verify that number. I Make remember sure my right. wife's number and my number. That's it. I I say his number a lot. So Thank you, cell phones, for wrong. ruining everything. And making it better. We gonna make sure. By the way, I remember on that, um, I was looking at some comps, like on the Oak Park comps. There's like 130 to 150 right there for that duplex. So mm-hmm. it's not like uh, you guys are anywhere near retail. So I'm a little confused by that as well. Yep. So. And I knew it. I fucked his number up. 586-940-1833. There you go. 586-940-1833. Paul at houseisfast.com And... Actually, one of those comps, we just sold a house uh, two, three, two or three months ago in Oak Park on Nine Mile for 130 So this is a, a nicer house, I think. Um, but Coolidge is a little further. It's a little, the comps were a little bit lower. I, I felt like it was going to move quickly at 109 I don't know why it's still sitting there. Everybody says, I want Oak Park. I buy Oak Park. <clears throat> Hassan, I'm looking at you. Mm. Uh I want Oak Park. I want Oak Park. Here's a beautiful Oak Park duplex, the same owner for probably 40 years. The guy's owned it since the early 70s, so or since the 70s. Um, it's a deal, man. Buy it. 105. Two, your pirate six. treasure and give it to Steve. That's right. Bitcoin, Ethereum. I'm telling you, the first person that gets me a deposit on that shit gets $1,000 off their house. Boom. Uh, 8841 Whitcomb in Detroit. This is Section 8, tenant occupied, paying 700 a month, three bed, one bath. Oh, I think it's a three bed. I think I might have misspoke. It's, uh, it's got bedrooms. It's got a bathroom. It's brick. It's got a basement and a garage. It's rented. I'm glad it has bedrooms. <laughs> that makes it's, it better. <laughs> whatever. Find the email. It's there. Yeah. 8841 Whitcomb, uh, 225. I've had people offer on this house already and Man, this is a Section 8 tenant-occupied property. It's already occupied. We've got the lease, the HAP contract, all that stuff's coming. The the seller has this information. And you're offering less than asking. Man, get out of here. 
25. Everybody knows what happens. So yeah. I don't remember what it stands for. Uh, housing Assistance Program. Housing Assistance like Program. Don't so quote, HAP, I think you're right. Yeah. HAP is Housing Assistance Program, and it's a contract between the homeowner, the tenant, and the state, which in this case is the state of Michigan, uh, Michigan State Housing Development Authority. And that is your Section 8 here in Michigan. Um, that means that essentially if you keep your property in good repair, you're guaranteed the rent. Um, there's some exceptions to that. There are some people that love and hate Section 8. If you like money, you should like Section 8. Um, if you do landlording right, you should like Section 8. Um, yes, there's uh, more problems that you will get, but most of the time uh, that seems to be um, in my experience, that's been more on the landlord than the tenant more often than not, because they don't want to fix the house. It's usually what it comes down to. Something's broken. They don't want to fix it. Um, and it co- becomes a fight between the tenant and the landlord. Anyway, 8841 Whitcomb, this house has passed inspection. It's got a HAP contract. All those problems are not going to be present here. 700 a month guaranteed in your bank, 22.5. You figure the math on that. Go ahead and figure it out and get back to me. So 8841 Wickham, Detroit. That's brick. Beautiful. Nice house. Beautiful Chicago brick from back in the day. I mean, they don't build. You cannot build a house for that much money. It's crazy. So you can buy a shitty car for $22.5 or that house. You can buy a luxury car for $30 or that duplex. You could buy this brick duplex for $105, which that's a lot more, but it's a way nicer house. And you know that house. It's park, man. 40 years. Park. How about you own that 1500 a month for 40 years? Do the math on that one too and get back to me. There's a lot of pirate treasure, man. I'm telling you. So that's it on deals. If that's all, um, 313cashdeals.com. If you're not on the list, Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. Of course, Paul at stevebuyshousesfast.com. And you can call or text Paul at 586-940-1833. That's all we got on deals. All right. Peace. Now we're off Facebook Live. We like to put the deals on Facebook Live. That's always fun. Fun, fun. So, oh, I just sold the house. Uh, Just like that. See? You snooze, you lose, folks. I like it. All right. So that was Sorrento, which I didn't pitch on the show here, is gone, which I kind of had a feeling it was. All right. So what's working and what's not? I don't really have a what's not right now. Um, In fact, I always have a hard time coming up with that unless there's something that happened right in that moment or something in a glitch in the matrix that I happen to notice during the uh, prep for the show and stuff like that. We should rewrite it to what's working and or what's not. So you don't don't have to do both. So generally, and I try to stay positive anyways, um, because once you get into a negative mindset, it's really easy to stay there, Um, which is true about positivity too. If you stay positive, it's easier to stay there. So what I'm thinking, what's working right now, uh, one thing that was fresh on my mind was because of networking last night at RDI. So networking and connecting with the right people. It's always important, um, both in person and online in various forums, Facebook groups, and so on. Um, but not just for what you want or what you need or how you can help people, but being a connector of people, like what goes around comes around, right? I mean, basically, watching the Metro Detroit real estate investors group on Facebook is a great example. Genesee County real estate investors, several different local real estate investor, Facebook groups like that 
Um, people ask for referrals all the time. Hey, I need someone that can do lawn in this part of town. I need someone that can do this in that part of town. You can, even if you don't know the person and have used the person, even if you've seen other people you trust recommend that person, I feel comfortable recommending that person after that. So if I see someone saying, Hey, I need a lawn care person in XYZ city, and I know someone that works over that or like Jeremy recommends someone that works over there. I can just recommend that person. Be a person that connects people together is almost more valuable because you're always going to be remembered. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Steve, for connecting me with that person. Hey, thanks for connecting me with that that attorney. I was really trying to find the right person and you happen to know you just mentioned that guy's name or that painter or that whatever it is. And I know with contractors and subs and stuff, a lot of rehabbers and stuff like that are really close. They don't want to share that information, which on one hand makes sense. On the other hand, I I don't like the scarcity mindset in anything in life, whether it's it's contractors, anything. I mean, I refer people that private lenders, people I've borrowed money from to other people, people that I trust. I don't refer them to just yahoos off the street, but God, 10 years ago, that was unheard of. You know, ever share anybody that's loaned you money. That's like your secret secret. You never share that kind of stuff, but it's a different age now too. So my mindset though is more in sharing and not in scarcity and and hoarding all of that because I don't feel that helps anybody um, but yourself. And that just doesn't seem like the right way to be or to live. Um, I'm friends with a lot of the people I work with. So I mean, why wouldn't I want somebody to do a good job for them? Why wouldn't I want them to get a great deal? I mean, sure. It'd be great if all the business went through me, but there's what 7 billion people on this planet. It's not practical to get everything. And if you like them, I don't know why you wouldn't want to have a good deal or a good paint job or whatever. Yep. I never understood that. Like you should, they should buy, (laughs) they should get better deals. They should get good people to work on their homes. Right. Yep. And you want better, um, you want your contractor to have more business too. Yeah. You want them to be happy and be successful and to be, you know, if they're not happy, they're going to go find work somewhere else. Maybe they have to up and move to North Dakota or something because there's no more work here. That happened a lot in the, you know, 2008 to 2012 range, probably tons of people, uh, contractors, skilled labor moved out of this state because they couldn't find enough work. And now there's so much work. It's really hard to find good people sometimes. So being going to people is important. If you do basements and you repair basements, really bad basements, reach out to me. Three, one, three, six, zero, zero, two, one, three, three. I got a seller trying to get beds on a basement and there's everybody's busy. Everybody's, busy. everybody's crazy busy. Yeah. So I've been trying to find a referral for this guy for, for a minute. So reach out to me. Let me know if you know somebody good that you've done business with. So thank you. Yeah. So be, being a connector, you know, just being that conduit of people, Keith Stonehouse is like the best I know at that. He was one from early on that was just always, Networking, 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 and connecting people together. And yeah, he's never stopped. He's, he's got never the Michigan stopped. Mastermind real estate agent. Yeah, something. what is it? Michigan Realtor Masterminds or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, good dude. And he, that's like, he thrives on that stuff. He enjoys it. So, um, you don't have to be that extreme and, and really love it. But if you're always helpful and you're always looking out for your, your fellow investor and friends in the business, that stuff comes around, man. Karma. That's just the way I've I start to live my life. And if you 
um, go around if you're, if so today is what June 7th, right? If you're listening to this a few weeks, um, from now when it's going to be posted, there was a topic that came up in the Facebook group The most of us spend a lot of time in the Metro Detroit real estate investors group. Now that we spend a lot of time in there, it just happens to pop up on our feeds a lot. And I go in there a lot. Um, karma is a bitch. You screw people over shit comes around and it doesn't just stay hidden. Right. So I won't mention names and stuff like that on the podcast, but if you go to the group and you search today's post, you'll see what I'm talking about. Someone did someone dirty and then another person comes out and goes, yeah, he did that to me too. And then another person and like 12 people oh, come it does. out. Yeah, it's over a dozen. It's like just... a lot of people said, Oh yeah, fuck that guy essentially. Right. That's what so, I love about today's world. It's just yep. so much smaller. And one side, like it's 1984 gone bad, mm-hmm. and we're probably going to be recorded 300 plus times a day. Yeah. But on the other side, it's going to be very difficult for people like this to hide. Yeah, this the world just getting smaller and smaller as we continue to globalize and integrate. So be careful. And it's a small community already. Like take out the social media and Big Brother in 2017 aspect of it. Word travels in these circles fast already. So take that to the social media age and it's not within days or weeks or months. It's within minutes of you screwing somebody over. Somebody else has heard about it and it spreads through um, pretty quickly. So be a connector, be a good person. And, uh, you know, like I said, the only reason I brought that up was just because karma. If you do things the right way, treat people the right way and be a connector of people and be helpful to people it'll end up helping you in the long run. So if you go into the attitude come from a place of contribution, which is not always easy. No, it's not. Sometimes it's not. It's not, but that's great, great advice. Something to strive for anyway. I don't always feel like it either, by the Mm -hmm. way. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you just did it. No, I don't always feel like it. You just got to do it. Sometimes you just have to do it. Yeah. So now next section here, stories. I got a fun one today. So you're going to see a little funny, a little angry Savage Steve. Hashtag maybe, Savage Steve. Go ahead. When you're rating review, do hashtag <laughs> Savage Steve there so we know. <laughs> so we put this property under contract last week, like I think Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, we put it under contract for 22000 Actually, I didn't pitch it on the show last Thursday, but that's when we got it under contract. Because mm. I remember saying, I think we have to close this too fast to even mention it on the on the air it wouldn't make sense it'd be long gone by the time it would air so we we locked it up for 22,000 and then after that he tells us that we actually have to close it by the 7th which happens to be today the day we're recording this and that was like last Thursday or Friday that he I think it was Friday that he tells us this so wait a second this just happens this, to be the very last day you can pay your property taxes yes. and still work out a deal with the Wayne County right okay yes. i'm seeing the picture now yeah so he is desperate to get his property taxes paid and apparently doesn't have the money to go and pay them doesn't want to lose his house for nothing totally get it a lot of great deals in that uh niche if you will so we're all over it we know what we're doing um, I recognized what was happening. Joel told me the guys called him like three times. This was probably before noon last Friday. Cause I was driving from my morning appointments with robotic stuff to my tattoo appointment. And Joel is texting me saying, can you call this guy? Can you call this guy? And so I call him and explain everything. We basically get to a point of, okay, if you can 
go down and pay your taxes. That's the best thing for you to do. Pay them and we'll, we can close on our normal time frame. If you need us to close by, actually, we didn't actually connect until Monday. Mm. So I take that back. Monday is when we actually talked and I got him on the phone and I said, 17.5 is what I'll have to do and able to close by tomorrow. Essentially, you're asking me to close by tomorrow. Wednesday is the day the taxes have to be paid. So you need me to do this by tomorrow, basically. I can do that, but not at 22. It's got to be at 17.5. And I probably would have gone down even further if he didn't owe as much as he owed in taxes. There wasn't any more room to go. How much did he owe? 15. Oh man, geez. Yeah. Yeah. And then water bills and this and that. Oh, yeah. So he's up to his eyeballs and he right? had to bring, yeah. I got the statement this morning, actually last night, he had to bring $3 to closing. Damn. So they were holding a little excess for the taxes. They sometimes hold more when they can't verify the amount. So I could have got him probably a grand. Now I probably can, we're, we'll get there. So he's not going to get any money, but he doesn't even know that yet in terms of actual dollars he knows 17 he thinks he owes 13 he already thinks he's not going to walk away with anything doesn't want to let it go for that low so this morning i call him i'm like we're ready to close if you still need us to do this or what he doesn't respond to me so joel messages him he's in communication with joel he's down there going to pay the taxes so he's going to pay the taxes okay so he's going to at least pay i think four thousand and get on a, on a payment plan and from what he told me on monday that payment plan was or would be um, like a thousand or even fifteen hundred dollars a month. That's a pretty aggressive payment so, plan. Yeah, I don't know if that. I'm sure that city mandated. There's no way he can make that payment. No. He's on disability. There's like no two escalades way right he can there. Make you that know? <laughs> yeah. So he told Joel. He, uh, I said, all right. Well, well, we can still close on our normal time frame then at 22 as planned. No problem. Now he doesn't want to sell at all. Wrong well, answer. Sorry about that, sir. You actually signed a legally binding contract, and now you kind of have to sell. I, now, I can't hate force him to sell. I hate this. But I can do something better, which is go and sign an affidavit, notice of claim of interest, and record it against the public records, which- Otherwise known as a- Fuck you, David. There you go. F you, David. So we- um, we have to go and record this. Now, I've, I've got it in my email, actually sitting right here. My assistant emailed it to me while I was getting ready for the show here. Rob. Good and job, Rob. Rob, thank you. And I am uh, prepared to print it and get, um, hold on. Get it notarized and go down and file it at Wayne County. Now, the downside is you can't make him sell, really. But if he does sell and uses a title company... Guess what the title company's going to see? Yeah, that old affidavit of yeah. notice of claim. Remember the one armed bandit from back in the yeah. day? Yeah. When Steve was teaching me the wholesale game. Right out of the yeah. gate, we got one under contract with a one armed bandit. That one was a good one. Yeah, we one told that story on one of these episodes. Sipping whiskey. Anyway, back to your story. So he basically is trying to back out. So I'm going to go and record that affidavit today. I'm going to execute it today and give it to Joel. Joel's going to take it downtown and record it for me along with another one from a couple weeks ago that went similar. Um, so when they come around and, yeah, they want to sell it again or they try to sell it again or next year when the tax situation is exactly the same situation as it is now, but probably more expensive, um, I'm going to be there with the affidavit and be ready to close. I can close today. I could close right now 
If he said, yep, we're ready to go, we can close it right now. Um, so I'm going to have a conversation with him as soon as I'm done recording here, see how that goes, and that will decide whether we actually need to go and file, which I'm sure we will, or if he's going to come around to his senses and close. Now, you should just go file. We've even offered to rent it to him. Take a and text now. it to him. That's true, too. There you go. We've even offered to rent the house back to him. So my buyer said, well, why don't we just rent it to him? I don't care. Okay. If he'll pay market rent, which is probably 800 bucks on this house, she's fine with 800. She'd probably do 750. Um, I don't know what kind of income disability is monthly. I imagine at least a couple grand. So you should probably be able to afford. If you want to stay in the neighborhood, you got to pay with the neighborhood. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Yep. Yep. So it's either move out or stay and pay the rent. One or the other. So, um, so that's kind of my story. Um, you know, I was more mad about it when I was on my way here, but then when I got here, my buyer actually called and she's even willing to throw a couple more bucks at it to make it happen. So I'll throw it at him. I'm going to make the same regardless. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'll get paid eventually or whatever. I won't. I mean, if he sells the house, they're going to have to come and talk to me if he ever tries to sell the house. Cause that, that doesn't just go away. It doesn't expire. I'm ready, willing, and able to close on this transaction right now as we legally signed and agreed, and he's backing out. So my uh, my recourse, my options are sue him for specific performance, which means you're going to specifically do what you said you were going to do in that contract, which is sell your house to me for that price within this time frame, and he's refusing to do that. So I can either sue him for that or just file this affidavit, and then when he does go to sell it or comes to his senses, he'll be calling. Um, that's the cheaper route. It's a 20 or $30, uh, option versus a few hundred or more suing him. So a few hundred to start the suit thousands to sue him. So uh, I prefer to file the affidavit and, and go from there. So that's kind of what we're doing. Well, I think everybody <laughs> should do this because not just for the seller, right? But I think for me anyway, I go out of my way to make these people's lives difficult Mostly so other people know not to fuck with me. I've maybe been in Detroit too long. It is what it is. I'm tired of all the hard work. How many postcards you send? How many phone calls you put out, Steve? How many times you have to send Joel out? All your hard work, mm-hmm. all that. And you're not scammy wholesale. You're by the book every time. You do everything right. And then somebody just gets to change their fucking mind. Yeah. Sorry, sir. Yep. Although not so sorry, Savage Steve's coming out. Savage Jeremy comes out. Uh, no, yep. I'm just, I have a zero tolerance policy. Steve's far more rational about it than I am, but I've swung all the way the other way. Now I just get so mad about it. I'm like, no, yeah, no, I'm so tired of people not doing what they said they're going to do. I had so May was the worst month I've had. And I can't remember. And a lot of that was due to sellers like that, either backing out or, Basically, just changing the game in the middle, you know, changing the rules in the middle of the game. We're at 10,000, and then he realizes what he's going to walk away with and says, No, he needs 11.5. And then when the statement comes, he sees what he's going to walk away with, and then he needs even more. And I look at the paycheck that I get at the end of the day, and it's literally a thousand bucks. I was like, What the fuck was all this work, all this effort, all this time, all this stress and headache for a thousand dollars? But then I can go and deal with someone like Garrett Stuckey. And sell him a great house, yeah. make a great paycheck. He's going to go on and make that house beautiful. I saw the pictures the other day. It's looking great. That house is going to be amazing when they're done. And they're going to make double of what I made, at least, if not triple. 
And that was so much easier. Yeah. It was way more stressful because of the size of the paycheck. So internally, I'm stressing out about it more, hoping it closes. You know what I mean? But the actual work involved was one tenth, one hundredth of the work that went into this deal that literally the the entire capital that came into my company for that deal was like 1500 bucks. And I got to pay Joel out of it, Paul out of it, Mar- Mariah out of it as an assistant. She's hourly Rob as an assistant who's hourly. Um, yeah, that's the, that's a crazy part. Yep. So, but you get those. And I think I've talked about that before too. You get some good ones, you get some bad ones, but it seems like those little ones just make it way harder to do. The problem is it sounds easy, right? Great. So just don't do those small deals. The problem is they don't always look like they're going to be small deals. They turn, they look like they're a normal deal or, you know, one of your, maybe your, your bottom end deals where you might make five to seven or something like that. If you're averaging 10 or more on your deals, then, okay. And then that five quickly turns into two or three or one when the seller keeps pulling bullshit or things like that. So, this is why this week's wholesale tip of the week goes right into what Jeremy was just talking about and the affidavit that I was just talking about. And that is the affidavit or notice of claim of interest or FU David or um, other people call it the, um, con- you know, recording your contract or notice of contract, notice of agreement. The old option agreement used to be notice of uh, interest in that too, or notice of option contract. Whatever it is in your state, in Michigan, generally what works the best is the affid- it's called affidavit of notice of claim of interest. It's a long ass name. Essentially, it's just telling the world, hey, world, Londo Properties has an interest in this property at 123 Main Street. If anybody tries to buy or sell this house, you got to contact me because I have an interest in it. If you get title insurance, which I highly recommend you should. Yes. Got a nasty story if we want to share that one next well, week there. If you don't get title insurance, Guess what? Mm. You inherit that problem of me being entitled. And, uh, and if you go about it me, that way, not be forgiving. <laughs> I would not be so nice. I have released those affidavits for zero for not, for no money multiple times. So it's not always about the money. Sometimes it's the situation. And if I feel personally feel like things were gone about in the right way, it's my decision to release that lien. Right? If I feel like you're uh, playing games you're fucking around, you're trying to get over, you're just trying to get more money because now you're having buyer's remorse but because you seller's remorse, I guess it would be, because you signed a contract for one price and now you think or realize you can get more. None of that matters. You signed an agreement with me. I'm ready to close. Um, the flip side to that is I also know I've been on the other side of that where I've put a house under contract and I can't close. So if every one of those came back and sued me and made me close, well, then it's like the same sort of story. That'd be really hard. They can't make me buy it. I don't give them any deposit. That's my, you can keep my deposit. I didn't give you one. That's the recourse. Um, and that's in my contract that way. But I also know I don't mean to put someone's house under contract and not close. Like I never intentionally do that. Why would I do that? That's stupid. So I'm reasonable at times and listen and understand what the situation is and go, all right, I'll let it go this time. But that's my choice. And I like having the power and the leverage to be able to make that choice. I don't like that choice being made for me. You know, I don't like being told what to do. No. I don't like being bossed around 
and told what to do. Especially all your so, time, effort, money to get the contract. Yeah. I mean, they just don't know. They don't I don't know. care if they don't know, but I know what it takes for you to get a contract. Yeah. I know how many calls, postcards, Google pay-per-click, yeah. Facebook. I mean, all the stuff you're doing. All of it. It's money. It's time. And I look at it as stealing from your family. And yep. I just don't know how you're supposed to feel good about that or smile. Quickest way to never do business with me again is to do something like that and or agree to something and then change the deal. Change it after we doesn't agreed. mean I won't not do it, but I will promise yeah. you it'll be the last time I do it. Yep. That's one that gets me a lot is that once we have a deal, we have an agreement. Yep. Whether it's a signed agreement or not, once you and I say, All right, deal, I expect that to be the deal. And then we go write it up and then we sign it and then we close it. I'm okay with negotiating and renegotiating and all that. But once we say deal, I expect you to keep your word on it. And of course I sign contracts and everything's done in writing. But even once I agree with you, if somebody else comes along and offers me five grand more, and this has happened multiple times, once I've had say with you, I, we got a deal, we have a deal. So I'm going to hold up my end of it. I expect you to hold up your end of it too. Um, but the tip of the week is to protect yourself, your time, your investment, and your expenses that you've already incurred by filing on properties like this, like when the situation above happens or when someone tries to change their mind. Um, some people do it on every single deal they do. Every time they get a house under contract, they execute one, they put it in the file um, and have it there ready to be recorded. Other people, literally every single house they get under contract, they execute it. They send it to be recorded. It gets recorded and it's there. That seems like a little bit of overkill, but I get where they're going, right? You have enough deals go sideways. You probably do get a little paranoid. <laughs> yeah. A town like Tampa Bay where there's, you know, guru city, there's 15 wholesale gurus there that are all legitimately doing a ton of business. They're really, I don't know how there's so many houses in Tampa to sell, but there's a lot of guys there doing business. Um, that's a super competitive market. That's a place that that makes sense to do something like that. Other cities in Florida were similar. It was similar in the short sale boom as well, um, where that's kind of what you had to do because ah, Tommy O'Neill's calling me. Sorry, man. I'm just getting way more phone calls. We're going to have to put it on do this not week. disturb for the podcast. Yeah. Way more Don't calls. Don't look at your phone, week. Savage Steve. We're almost uh, done. Um, so uh, I'm knocking off my boom arm here again, too. This table's not the best for it, it's got the curve. So I want to fall because I want to grab the mic, hold the mic like an MC. So I wouldn't go overboard and record it on every single deal. But anyone that you feel sketchy on or you feel a little nervous on, just file it. It's 20 bucks. Record it. Even if it's 50 bucks, record it. At least have it prepared and executed, notarized, because it does have to be notarized. Uh, have your signature notarized and all ready to go. Should things go squirrely, you can quickly get down there and record it. If you don't like me, have an a, assistant or a VA that can quickly draft this document for you and send it to you to be executed, um, have them ready to go so that all you got to do is sign it in front of a notary and be ready to record it. So that's your tip of the week. I would definitely protect yourself all the time that you've got invested in this business, all the time and money you've spent to get to that point, to get that deal. Don't let someone just take it away from you because they changed their mind. Yeah. I change, change your mind. When somebody starts to renegotiate a deal with me, I go lower. Hey, you know what? Uh, you're right. I, I was thinking about this myself too. I think it should be lower. 
Oh, how about we just close at what we agreed at then? So, all right, folks. First of all, as much as we love pitching the deals on the podcast, don't wait. By the time they get to the podcast, you might already miss it. Go to 313cashdeals.com, 313cashdeals.com. Put in your email address and never miss a deal. And if you want to get on Steve's text list, buy a house. That's how that works, too. So once you buy one from the list, then I know Steve will reach out to you personally if he buys something or puts something under contract that you would like. Also, you got a house you're thinking about selling, go to stevebuyshousesfast.com. Check it out there. And if you're just interested in Steve and you want to follow around with what he's doing, go to Clixo, C-L-Y-X-O.com forward slash S-Londo, L-O-N-D-E-A-U. Also, it takes a lot of time out Steve's day to come and record this podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, if you do, and if you're listening and you don't, what are you doing here, man? There's a lot of podcasts. Go somewhere else, man. Find something you do like. But if you like it and you love it, Help us out, man. I noticed that not very many people, in comparison to the 1,500 weekly listeners, don't leave a rate and review. And that's one of the ways you can really help out Steve and I and Renegade Detroit Investors and this podcast. Rate and review and use hashtag Savage Steve if you're rate and review, flip this podcast. So we know. And for everybody who is and they are sharing the podcast, we really appreciate it, Thank too. Thank you. Thank you. So... Um, also, we appreciate the time listening. We know you'll be doing something else. Thanks for swinging by. And until the next podcast, see you.